You're listening to Bangkok Strange. What's going on, everyone? That's right. You are back with Bangkok Strange, episode four. So, you know, excited to be back. And don't forget, we are brought to you by Ash Kickers Brisket and Bourbon. Best brisket, best barbecue, best bourbon in all of Thailand, I would say. What have you been there? What do you think? I love it. Great 20-hour, 16-hour smoked brisket. They've got pork belly, crispy pork belly. My girlfriend loves the crispy pork belly. But we went for breakfast last weekend, and she had the uh, brisket biscuits and brisket, which she said was out of this world. And she got an egg on top. She loved it. And, of course, I went for the pancakes. I love their pancakes there. Good what, stuff. What was special of the pancakes? Oh, the, the bourbon maple syrup, man. Oh, you can't find that around here, can you? No, that's that's definitely unique. They make it like everything. They make it in house, but they definitely know what's going on. I know they they're doing a uh, some a breast cancer awareness thing Monday, but that will be after this show comes out. So, but it's at the Peninsula. They've got specials every week. Check it out. Follow their Facebook page. Follow their Instagram. It'll be in the show notes. That way, you don't miss any of their specials because sometimes they run stuff, and I'm like, oh damn, we gotta go. Anyway, I am your host Dana Bluen. And I've been an expat living in Thailand for six years. I went to school here, work here, have a business here, do all types of random stuff. It's a good time. I have a little bit of experience with Thailand. So I, I guess I could say after six years, I'm not an OG expat, but I'm, I'm not quite a newbie still. I'm joined, as always, by my co-host, Woody. Yeah, hello. I'm Woody. I study abroad, uh, culture by the oil field, and I do understand both worlds, both Thai and West. He really does. And, you know, the first time I met Woody, I was like, oh, man, where are you from? New Orleans? Like, you have this really unique accent. He's like, no, sir. Kruntet, born and raised. I was like, God damn, why are you breaking my brain right now, Woody? So he, he really does have this uh, unique experience from working with foreigners on oil rigs yes. forever. But also growing up in Europe, the Middle East, I mean, spending time in a lot of different cultures. Woody brings a really unique perspective not just to this show, but as my friend, he brings a unique <laughs> perspective to me every day. So today's episode is a little different. We're not just talking about something really unique that about Bangkok or something strange, but we're talking about an actual incident that recently happened. It's hot in the news right now. But before we do that, I want to lay a little bit of groundwork on this. So there's a profession here in Thailand called pretty. Now... Uh, they'll call a girl is a pretty. It's not just like, oh, she's pretty. It's, oh, her job is she's a pretty. And what that means, I guess the English translation for that would be event model or promotional model for a company. And now a lot of these girls also do something that's very unique to Thailand where they call it sideline. Uh, Woody, you want to explain what sideline is? Well, sidelines is something that when a girl accepts a job, or wooed by a client, right? She may decide, like, you know, to have dinner, ask dinner date, pay dinner date, right? Yeah. As, like, uh, as a common an, an escort date. And as the night proceeds, it could turn out otherwise. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it could be a full-service date. It could not. Yes, or not. But, I mean, if you're paying for it, it's a full-service date, essentially. Yes. So the girlfriend experience, that's a proper word for it. The girlfriend experience. So you got to work, you got to pay to work for it? Yes. <laughs> for gentlemen that... Do not have the luxury time, Dana. So it's a very common thing, though. Mm -hmm. And I mean, I've even been, I was at a tech event maybe five years ago, put on by a major tech company, uh, global tech company, so I'm not going to say their name, but they had a pretty working their event. Mm -hmm. 
who found out that we went to the same university and then was like, oh, if you live on campus, you know, I do sideline. You can always send me a line message and uh, I'll give you good rate because we go to the same school. I'm like, what? How's that going to work? So, like, she literally, like, she had, like, a little name card with, like, a, her face on it. It was just her face and her line ID and her phone number. And it was like, oh, if you want, you want to have a good time, let me know. I was yeah. like, what? That's true. And then she was working for this tech company at the same time. So very, very interesting. But we digress. There was a story in the news recently about a pretty. Yes. It's gone quite viral here in Thailand. It's a bit macabre at the same time. Uh, what was her name, Woody? Lala Bell. Lala Bell. Yes. And so I, it was outside of Bangkok, but just outside of Bangkok. Nantaburi, correct? Yeah. Actually, Bamboo Tong, to be exact. Okay. Yeah. So you want to give us some background on that, Woody? Well, you want the background of the Lalabelle story or the background of the pretty in general? Uh, of the Lalabelle story. Okay, well, you know what? In in this industry, right, uh, when you call it a pretty or your event, right, you can be there as a pretty face to be an MC for an event or product. Mm. It began with, with, with races. The Japanese will call them as race queens. As the old saying goes, the old adage, sex sells. Yeah. Who doesn't like a pretty face next to a product? It will make the product a lot sexier and exactly. less boring, right? But it evolved. Pretties can be, uh, they can uh, charge by the hour to attend the event, right? Or they can, like we uh, said uh, earlier, as, uh, as a date. The story of La La Belle is this. Uh, she works for an agency that has multiple rates of, okay. uh, of entertainment. They call it the N. As the N for abbreviate for entertainment. Entertainment. Yes. <laughs> and at entertainment, there are different levels. Entertainment, as in just being there at a party, drinking from, from 12 to 6 uh, in the morning, and it's over. Yeah. Entertainment in bikini is that you are required to dress in bikini and drink and entertain. Okay. Uh, and VIP, it means the drinking and the happy end included, right? Okay. And N, N up. Not not ending up, right? N for entertainment, up is uh, actually using uh, upping or how you call it, taking narcotics. Okay. Yes. So these are the four rates. All right. And what are these, like, what's the cheapest and what's the most expensive? Like, what's the, the basic cost? The average N uh, could go for three grand to five grand to ten grand. Depends on how famous that pretty is. Okay. And so we're talking bot here. So yes, for bot. US dollars, that's between $90 and 300 ish dollars. Yeah, approximately around there. So that that's that rate. And then for the VIP? VIP, well, it depends like five to six figures up. Okay. So you're talking 10k plus, so yes. like 300 USD to whatever. Depends. Could be on how famous couple you thousand. Are. Yes. So yeah, and so sometimes a lot of people don't know that Thai actresses, some some like not I won't call them celebrities, but like B level, C level mm-hmm. celebrities are available for this service. So if you're not if you're an actress but you're not a well known actress or you're not super famous, then sometimes you become you can't get enough work and you work in these industries to pass, to make more cash. Well, you know what, Dana, despite the fact that you said we're doing this, something different about Bangkok, not really strange. Well, this is strange. This is strange. It's accepted and published by the media. Yeah. But the, uh, the how I call it, the acting industry says that, nah, there are none of our associates related to it. But yeah. the press always tell about it, you know. It's funny because it's uh, strange. Huh? It, it, it is strange, <laughs> but it but it's also it's one of these things that's just below the surface. Like yeah. you, 
you can see it just below the surface. And there's a neighborhood in uh, on the MRT called Rachada. Yeah. That is just full of these, full of these places called soapies oh. and uh, clubs. And these are like 10, 15 story buildings full of rooms. And a lot of times, I know because there was an undergrad kid who I knew at Thomasite, he frequented these places on, uh, they call them model nights. <laughs> so they're, they're nights where they have like the high end celebrities. And the he, pretties, the, ah, pretty, yeah. So the girls who were actresses yeah. or like, he's like, oh, sometimes like he's like 10,000 bot and you can. You can have the actress from your favorite show, and it, it's definitely a strange thing. But anyway, Lala Bell was she's not quite famous. Yeah, she wasn't famous, but she's become famous uh, in death posthumously. That's why you said it was um, the macabre and yeah, the yeah. macabre part of this whole thing, and, and it, it actually gets quite quite dark. It's true. So she was hired for a party, right? Woody? Yeah, with a standard end rate. The end Just rate, just freaking so entertaining. Ninety bucks. About ninety bucks up, up plus yeah. plus, yeah. And and let's also keep in mind, uh, we we found out afterwards she's married and has a kid. Yeah, I think so. And she too. has a kid who is like, and she's only in her early twenties, right? And yeah. her kid was already like six or something like that. I'm not sure about the details, but yeah. I do, I do know that her child is pretty young. Yeah, yeah. But so she's married, has a kid, and but she still does this line of work, and she was available for the whole range of services. They just didn't hire her for the higher end service, right? I think so. <laughs> so. She goes to this party in Nan- what's the pro- the neighborhood in Nanterre? Ah, uh, Bangbotong to be exact. So it's right outside Bangkok. Yeah, it's like where like a uh, upper middle class people would move yeah. to big houses to get bigger big houses. Yeah. yeah. So it's just like any U.S. city. You, you're not going to buy a huge house with a big chunk of land in New York City. You're going to go just outside the city to get mm-hmm. that. So same thing. Yeah. Same thing. And so she goes there for this party, and it was uh, it was a daytime party, right? They said it started like at noon and could party whole day to whole night. So she was she paid to drink and take drugs or no? I, she was. I, I thought she was paid for the plus. She was only paid for just drinking and entertaining. Okay, yeah, so but not, the not the drugs. Is, no. Okay. Yeah. But what we ended up finding out was that she ended up taking quite a bit of drugs, either knowingly or unknowingly. We don't know yet. Well, the they called the coroner or the the autopsy said like she died of alcohol poisoning. But I thought they also found ketamine in her Well, system. at first it did, but somehow, like strange as Bangkok may be. The ketamine disappeared. Oh, yeah. And there's only, uh, she like took like 400 milligrams of alcohol and like she died of alcohol poisoning. <laughs> and you know what? Society. Well, originally I saw her blood alcohol was quite high. It is. Uh, high enough that like anyone could die. It's true. But isn't it natural for the body reaction to vomit it out? Should. You know what I mean? Yeah. She, I don't know what happened to her. Was she drugged or... It's only through speculations, you know? Ketamine is a, a recreational drug, but a lot yeah. of people do use it for a date rape drug. Which I don't... I mean, if you if you had the money to pay for this girl to come over, you'd probably just spend a little extra to get to get whatever. And I guess the, the dude who... So let's explain the whole story now before we go any deeper. Yeah. So she was hired for this party. And it was an all-day thing. It started yeah. at noon, like we said. Mm-hmm. And it was, was it her alone or her and one other girl? Yeah, I think there's like a couple more pretties there, too. Yeah. And there, but here's a funny thing. There's also another vacation called uh, Pretty Boy. Uh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. He was there, too. Yeah. One, one pretty boy and a bunch of pretties, okay. And he's the one who's in question here, Yeah, right? because he was the last one who took her home. Yeah. And uh, she died. I don't know what she died in his car. She she died Before, at the party, or yeah. she died at his condo. 
is under speculation. So this video of him carrying, so dragon, yeah, not dragon. carrying. I'm telling you, so, dragon. So she was, she's basically, she died. Obviously, yeah. that's the macabre part of the story. But it gets worse. It gets darker and more twisted. There's video of him from the neighborhood or from the house, either from the move on, which is the village or the house itself, dragging her to his car and like shoving her oh into my. his her oh his car. Then he gets home and he drags her into the elevator. And then he starts posting photos from Facebook saying that she was the hundredth girl who he slept with. He's keep, he's keeping tabs. Yeah, so that's you know, why society is infuriated. This is the, whenever someone tells me like an exact number when they're like, "Oh, this is one hundred or one hundred two. I'm I tend not to believe it only because who keeps track at that high a, a level? Unless you're uh, uh, obsessed uh, with it. Obsessing, yeah. Uh, Something's wrong with your cuckoo, you know what like, I mean? Like, if you're like, oh, I don't know, somewhere between 120 and psychopath, 140. Psychopath, that's the term for it. Like, yeah, yeah. See, he's a sociopath. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, Same neighborhood. If, if you give me a range, like, I don't know, 120, 140, I, I don't have count. Like, yeah, I'd be more likely to believe it than if you're like 136. And counting. Yeah. <gasps> like, really? You got a notebook? Can you show me? If someone busted out their calendar and was like, here you go. I'm like, well, Little okay. Little marks. Yeah, yeah okay, then. You, you got me. But. So he posted that it's number 100. He posted photos of her in his bed, pat, uh, assumingly passed out. But the other thing that the coroner's report showed was that she had been dead for a while. Yeah. So he ends up dropping her dead body off in the lobby and then calling her friends to come get her. I don't know if he called her husband or called well, her friends. Probably her uh, friends. To, to come and get her. But didn't yeah. he tag her in the uh, Facebook post as I, well? I don't know. When... when when I heard the story that call her friends to to pick her up and pick up her her dead body, it was well, it was, it was sad to pick her up. Yeah. But it turned out that she was dead. Yeah, it was her dead body, and he knew. Well, but he was like probably in shock. He probably didn't didn't know what to do. Well, so here's know? the thing that at the time he said he didn't know, right? And then someone leaked uh, some type of line chat. Yeah, where he said, "Oh, I'm not usually into having sex with dead bodies," or something like that. Translated, mm-hmm. and you know, like, so did this dude? take her dead body or her OD body from the, the house back to his condo and get his rocks off or what? I don't know, but it's a classic case maybe of necrophilia. That's the proper term for it. But from what, from what, from that, this is my speculation, right? Something really bad happened to her at the party. For I, sure. I don't know if like what went down, but he was Willing to take the sloppy seconds, you know what I mean? Mm. Oh, he was willing to take the hit for a lot of people are speculating if the owner of the house was yeah. involved. But well, the, no the, the, the host will pay the, the big chunk of the money, right? But if you want, you want to tap that too, right? You can't afford it, right? So, you know what? You will take the sloppy seconds. That's the part when he probably took her home. So, do you mm. think that she came to the party with the intention of negotiating uh, essentially a secondary rate to take a whole bunch of dick? I can't I can't say that because I wasn't there at, at the party, you know. Are you sure you weren't there? Because I was oh, trying to I was man. trying to message you that night and you <laughs> no, didn't respond. Really? Okay, <laughs> probably a different party. Oh God. <laughs> oh God. Oh God. No, but I mean, do you, I mean, this is a common thing that sometimes these girls will take the job for the party and then go and try and negotiate additional Later services. Later on, yeah. yeah, it's their business. Yeah, when people are, are going to have like when people want to copulate, right? Do have to have fun. It's their business, yeah, right. And money change hands from who to who. Their business, yeah. No, I, I don't care about like if she was or wasn't a prostitute, yeah. but well, I mean, it, it's relative to the case because if she wasn't going for that intention, she was just going to be eye candy, you know. Then obviously, some some really fucked up stuff happened. And then, H- here's yeah. the other part of it, though, Woody. You don't pay for a piece of cake so you can leave it on the table and look at it. 
Well, some men just like, well, you know what, you know, I will have to argue with that. There's a similar profession in Japan, so ancient. This is not Japan, Woody. Like geisha. Yeah, this is Geishas not Japan. Geishas are designed or are trained to entertain. They can play the, the Japanese card. They can drink sake, but they will not sleep with you. They're professional entertainers. And believe it or not, the previous here, there's some of them that will not cross the line. Okay, but this is not Japan. And I, I've seen documentaries on these Japanese hostesses before. Yeah. And sometimes they sleep with the clients, sometimes not. It's their choice. Yes. And and it should be a choice for the pretties. It should be. Mm-hmm. If they if they want to do that, more power to them. I don't think it should be illegal. But I think the reason it's relevant here is because if she was paid for that, then that's a service she was ready to provide. And then something went too far. Or she wasn't paid for that. She wasn't willing to provide it. And then the customer, customer or... murderer at that point not a customer took it into their own hands to take that service from them yeah so either way something really fucked up happened really bad really something a a horrible crime and so but we don't know what it is so you know we we can't really speculate but we're not a cops right but yeah but at the same time now we have to kind of wonder okay you know, how bad did this get? What happened? And I know that they, they also found ketamine in, one, in the, the pretty boy, the guy who took her home. Oh, yeah. Right? And, but they, I believe the autopsy also showed sexual, signs of sexual assault. Well, the initial, like, autopsy. So that's changed so, since. Bangkok's strange. <laughs> <laughs> so they had a second opinion on the oh, autopsy. And, oh, like, that's not sexual assault. When, when a lot of people, well-connected people was involved, right? The, the case and the, the reports suddenly change. That's now, how I, strange it, it can get. I know that we'll talk about this in the future, but uh, Farong Deaths uh, yeah. is, is a great website. Absolutely. And, and we'll get into that in the future about how things... Retirees that <laughs> lost all their fortune and committed suicide. Yeah. Fantastic uh, topic for one of these episodes. Future episode, but let, let's write, get back write, to... Write this down. <laughs> uh, let's get back to this pretty. Yeah. So we don't really know what happened, right? There, there's a, a vague timeline. Her friends picked her up at like seven in the morning from this guy's house mm-hmm. or condo lobby yeah. where he basically just dropped her dead body. Now imagine being the, the security guard in that lobby and being like, does that girl smell because she's dead or because she'd been partying all night? Yeah, Rick Mortis, you know, like the body stiffens. Yeah. And, uh... So hey, it's, it's a strange thing. And so now they're yeah. going to, they're going to go to trial. They've charged the, the pretty boy. And and I saw this dude's Facebook photos. If he if he doesn't swing both ways, I would be shocked. Man, he's gonna be real famous. If he he's goes gonna down be to popular in prison for oh. sure. If you haven't seen <laughs> a Prayer Before Dawn, that probably has the most graphic prison rape scene I've ever seen. Thai it, prison. Yeah, <laughs> and, and it's a Thai prison, and that rape scene beats uh, American History X's rape scene by far. It's not even close. Not even close. Wait. Uh, didn't that movie uh, got selected for the uh, Cannes Festival or something? Uh, Prayer Before Dawn? Yeah, yeah. I'm not sure if it did, but that rave scene alone, I mean, that was graphic. Oh, my God. It, it, it will tattoo to your eyelids. Yeah, so <laughs> so that, that dude's going to be a popular yeah. little pretty boy in prison for sure. Um, that being said, if he even goes to prison. Now, he's not wealthy. He's just a, a pretty boy, right? So it could go either way. Man, you know what? I mean, what I fear is that um, justice may not be served and he may be just another scapegoat. He probably will yeah. be a scapegoat. I hope he gets compensated to be a scapegoat <laughs> if, if that's the case. Yeah. Hope he gets a significant fortune. Now, what do we know about the party host? No idea. No idea. No idea. I haven't, uh, to be honest, I haven't read uh, deep into it, but 
these guys we call we call them as the pro, the party bros. They've yeah. been doing this like every single day. Yeah, so apparently the neighbors are complaining, but the cops come and the, the the party stops. The cop leaves, the party's back. So he apparently he's been he's been partying quite hard. Oh my, he's heavy. Yeah, yeah. So, but we don't know a lot of personal details nope. about him yet. We know that his his neighborhood, his village that he lives in, has complained about. Mm-hmm. About him, but he's gonna be real famous real soon. <laughs> yeah. So if more information on this leaks, it'll be really interesting to find yeah. out. Now, there's a lot of a lot of interesting. The whole dead body necrophilia sex oh. thing is it's just a crazy twist to it all. It, it was it was a shocker to who those who read, you know. Yeah. With all the the murky and the blurry details, and here you're throwing dead body in it and necrophilia into it. I mean, I started seeing oh. journalists, Thai journalists, post about this on Twitter, and I was like, "Oh, I need to, I need to find out more." I told you, it was it's, it's the it's the hottest thing at the moment in Bangkok, in Thailand, right now. Yeah, you know, and it's funny because usually stories like this die down after a few days, but this has kept going. Yeah, well, there's like I told you, some of the guests at that party must be some very well connected and famous people. Now look, so here's the thing: prostitution is not strange in Thailand. <laughs> oh right? yeah, it's common. We've talked about this. It doesn't this. exist, Dana. A- episode three, we talked. <laughs> It doesn't exist. It doesn't it's exist. Buddhist country. Yeah. Now, officially. <laughs> now, and and dead prostitutes, unfortunately, are not an uncommon thing. It's not strange in Thailand. And you know what? It's a, a sad fact. It happens around the world too. Yeah. Okay. Everywhere. I mean, yes. not just here. It happens everywhere. I think it happens probably less here than other places mm-hmm. where sex work is maybe a little bit more under the carpet. Yeah. Given that it's out in the open here, I think it's, it's less common. But it does happen. We see it happen here. So not that strange. Dead, potentially prostitute, necrophilia stories are very strange here. Obviously, this is our first one. And it's interesting to see how this is unfolding. The public is really taking the Thai public, especially Thai netizens, like online, the online community in Thailand, is really taking a deep dive into the, this guy. And Pantip, I think, is known as like the doxing site. Yeah, here the, the purple site. Yeah, they, they'll they'll dox More you. famous than Wikipedia. Oh yeah, they, they'll, <laughs> they'll they'll dox you in a yeah. second here. So I'm waiting to see all of that kind of trans. I've got to wait for it to translate into English and kind of mm-hmm. dribble out. But it, it's definitely interesting. But you know what, Dana? Like I told you, the reason why I can speak for freely about this topic because I do understand both the West and the Thai con- um, the context. The reason why society is so outraged was that Lala Bell's initial contract was only to entertain, mm. not the happy ending. And something happened to her and I think she was forced somehow and a and that crime be, was it, committed. It, it, That's it, the reason well, why. Well, obviously we know a crime was committed. Yeah. I mean, the original autopsy shows that. Yes. And it, like, it, like it's how strange it may be. It just and listen, changed. Ke- right? Ketamine's a party drug, but again, very common date rape drug well, as well. Date rape drug just fucking disappeared and only alcohol poisoning. Yeah. Amazing, isn't it? No. And then, well, I think the police did report that they found ketamine on that pretty boy, right? Yeah, well, the, the, well you got the skateboard, right? Oh, yeah. I didn't say that, but you know, <laughs> somebody's got, a, got jacked, you know? Someone's got to pay. Yeah. Someone's got to get that anal rape from prison. <laughs> oh, no. Wait, don't go that far yet. <laughs> Let the Thai justice uh, system uh, do its process. Oh, I thought anal rape was part of the justice <laughs> that, system. That, that, that's, the call, that's the shaft version in prison. <laughs> <laughs> 
right, but it's an interesting story. Yeah. Like I said, anything that we anything else we talk about it is speculation. It's definitely strange. Yeah. And the fact that there's necrophilia involved. Obviously. Oh my god! You have to re- rub that in, don't you? Well, you know, it's, <laughs> I, I did the math on the timeline that she was she was dead for like eight hours when yeah. they found her, and he posted like four hours before him. They just finished having sex with her. Yeah. You know what? I'm not pointing any fingers, but the uh, the comments that were in Thai. Yeah. Oh my god. Here's it's, the here's the other thing we have to keep harsh. in mind. This woman has a, a kid and a husband, so you know there's, there's that's why it's so sad. You yeah, know? And he's mean, th- that kid is gonna he's gonna grow up knowing that his mom became it's famous. She, yeah, yeah. It's a she. It's a she. It's yeah. a daughter. Very very sad. You know. Anyway, yeah. I don't want to drag this this episode on too long. I mean, we could probably just make jokes and talk about this forever, but I, I think we have to deal with it with a little bit of sensitivity because you know. a woman did lose her life. And uh, we, the intent of this channel is to educate, right? And uh, and to have fun. Yeah, have to have, have fun. But on this episode, I do believe is that uh, to introduce a strange yeah. uh, career or a strange job, which yeah. is pretty. And pretty yeah. in, in the sideline. Yes. And as always, guys, don't forget that Bangkok Strange is brought to you by our good friends over at Ash Kickers, Ekamai Soy 12, Briskets and Bourbon, Best Briskets. In the city, for sure, at least, if not the country, if not Southeast Asia. American barbecue at its finest. Great selection of vegan food, great selection of beers, and obviously, probably the best selection of bourbon in the whole city. I will confirm that. They have a little, they have some extra, extra stuff. So if you wink, nod, know the special handshake, you can get access to a, a bourbon menu that will blow your mind. You, you got to be in the know. Uh-huh. Anyway, ah, until next time, guys, this has been Dana. And I'm Woody. And we'll see you in the next Bangkok Strange. <laughs>